and welcome to the latest episode of the Sit Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host again today because Ben's lazy, Rich Polly, and joining me is a lazy man, Ben Hibbert. In fairness, I'm in holiday mode. In fairness, he's off to see Father Christmas at the North Pole. I hope he doesn't know that I've been a naughty boy. (laughs) (laughs) What Santa doesn't know is that that Emma's only bought you a one-way ticket because you're going to live there as an elf. (laughs) Because you're approximately the right height. I'm about the right size. (laughs) If anything, I'm a little bit short. (laughs) (laughs) We we didn't know we needed steps here (laughs) to get people up to the conveyor belts. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, um, also joining us today is Liam Baker. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, mate. You happy again now that First Order and Separatists have had some buffs? Uh, I mean, most Separatists, I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy, yeah. Good, good. I get to find my droidy boys again. Oh, you can hear the happiness in your voice. Your little Roger Rogers are back in the game. Yep. Get ready for my tri-fighters. I'm going to run three, so it's the Triforce. You're still going, going to do be sad. The, I'm going to do all the Power Ranger stuff. Oh, yeah. Like Everything's going to have th- three three power words for every move. Superhero yes. slash Mega Ultra Fist, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. But only against the Republic, I can use that one. The Mega Ultra Fisto. <laughs> That's true. It's true. And we do have a guest today, so instead of just bit of babbling on we should maybe introduce him um fresh off not quite victory but um a good finish at the french world qualifier it's aurelian cowdry hello mate hey i've pronounced your surname terribly badly having a coudre or something it's pretty good it's kind of hard to pronounce uh in english it's a very french name so uh it, it was really fine one second do you mean I have to hold my nose while I say it and think I've got a general disdain for all of humanity that lives outside of the borders of France and then try and say it again? Is that what you're saying? No, it was fine. <laughs> okay, okay. It's not a really French name then. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not It's not a Parisian name is what I should say. Oh, no, it's not. Rude, rude. Anyway, it's good to have you on at last. Quarantine's a really French yeah. name. He's the Frenchest man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. All, all I'm saying is, in Germany, he complained about the wine. That's the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's a very strange things to uh, things to do, but uh, even us at the restaurant where, like, uh, we're saying to him, like, no, don't, don't. It's fine. It's fine. We're not in France, and he just straight up uh, did it anyway. But we had, we got another bot- a bottle of, of wine. He won at the end. <laughs> <laughs> he complained about the wine so much that they gave him a bottle of wine to go away. Basically, <laughs> just just have some more wine. Leave us alone. No, honestly, please. I mean, the barman was pretty uh, uh, agreed with him that the wine wasn't <laughs> as good as it, it should have. So, <laughs> oh right. Next time I go out drinking wine, which is never. Because I don't drink it, uh, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get quarantine on the case. I'd love to see you drink wine. Uh, uh, the problem that I've got, no word of a lie, with drinking wine is that I drink wine like it's beer. Yeah, that's why it'd be great. So yeah, it's um, it's a surefire way to get me very drunk very quickly, and that does remind me of a um, 
a work so Christmas. Getting you into bed. <laughs> um, a work Christmas party that we had a long time ago when I was in my twenties, and it was a, it was a free bar. Um, and by the end, it was a free bar except for if you wanted spirits, you had to pay for. And I was wanting to do shots, but I was too tight and skint at the time because I was a lot younger to pay for shots. So I just went up to the bar and got like eight glasses of red wine and brought them back to the table and was like to everybody, I've got shots. And they were like, those aren't shots, they're glasses of red wine. And I was like, well, they're smaller than pints. And so we all just sat around neck and glasses of red wine. When we were all... a running joke with you. Whenever you ordered anything. And they were like, what's that? And they go, well, it's smaller than pints. And the entire group (laughs) bursts into laughter for like three seconds and then you get about back about your day. It could be. It sounds like the kind of thing that would become a meme if I wasn't so old and memes had existed back then. Hello, Rich. Do you have any A4 paper? Return with post-it notes. (laughs) Well, it's smaller than pints. (laughs) All right. Oh, you're on form today, aren't you? I'm in a good mood. No one's safe. I'll try my best to make you sad again. I'm just wondering who put 50p in the brummy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. 50p? 50p, it's normally a pound, but it's smaller than pints. (laughs) Right, so that's... That's all. That's all you're saying for the rest of today. Uh, oh, such adults! <laughs> right, we've got some. Uh, we've got some X-wing stuff to talk about today, which is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We do. There's been some stuff. Um, so. Um, there's been a couple of events over the last week. Um, there was a French Worlds qualifier, um, which Aurelien, you made final table in. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I'm really happy about it. <laughs> so, although you did, it must be said, play the incorrect faction. You played First Order. The right I faction. agree. <laughs> so sad. So sad. I had such high hopes for you doing stuff with Cove or Kaz or some nonsense. And then you were like, no, I'm just going to fly this busted whisper nonsense. Let's go. Let's do it. Anyway, then... How how did the event go? You tell us a little bit about it. It was in Orléans, is that right? In France? Uh, no, it was uh, in Nancy, uh, in Nancy. the east, in the east. Um, at like uh, one hour and a half of the uh, German border, approximately. Okay. I'm not so good France, geography, but so it's... France being massive, it's somewhere around about two o'clock. If France was a clock face. Up towards um, the German border, maybe between two o'clock yeah. and three o'clock towards the German yeah. border. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's it's quite out of the way, isn't it? It's a. Do, do we know why they uh, chose to put it there rather than somewhere more central? Yeah, uh, because there were a convention uh, with Asmode Games uh, and other games uh, in the football stadium mm-hmm. uh, this weekend, and um, so they. Um, set up the tournament at this uh, location. That's why. It's just south of Luxembourg, isn't it? Liam's what? currently looking at Google Maps. <laughs> trying to I did it about, about 20 <laughs> seconds ago, waiting for him to finish his train of thought. It was the first time I, I, I've gone to Nancy, uh, though. It's, it's a nice city, but yeah. It sounds nice. Sounds very pretty. So tell, tell us about the event. Um, how big was it? How many players were there? What kind of 
buzz was around it and um, more importantly talk to us about kind of the list that you took and, and how the event went for you okay um, the event was uh, really nice um, uh, it was in a room where we had a lot of play um, of table space the table were round table so um, it, there were kind of um, how, how do I say it like a low, a low um um, the table were uh, low. Yeah, uh, were not uh, cl- pretty close to the ground. Since I'm sh- since I'm short, it was better for me. But I know that for uh, tall people, uh, some had um, uh, uh, some of their back were hurting. And but uh, there were a lot of table space. It was great. Um, the staff was great, but. Uh, he, um, it was um, the uh, organizer uh, was Asmode, but helped by Pierre Buffier, uh, Futile, which oh, is Pierre uh, Buffier. I know, yeah. I know that name. I recognize that name yeah. from events in the past. Yeah, he, he, uh, he and his team were uh, did really great the the whole weekend, and they yeah they made everything to so we could feel comfortable and stuff mm-hmm. it was really nice okay and um they were uh, the the really good thing is that the prize wall was great we had a uh, lot um of we had uh, the leftover of um faction stuff of faction prizes so okay. i i, I for example, I took a Sunfact damage deck while even if I played uh, First Order. Oh, okay. So you could... Was that like by saving up points or something? Or Yeah. So I, I assume that you won the First Order stuff as well, but then yeah. you were also able to pick up other things. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, it. That's cool. That's cool. It was really nice. And uh, for participation, they gave us uh, metal objective tokens. Like the Louis Leong thing. Yeah. I think the, I think they um, ordered it from he, uh, him. Yeah, yeah, that's but, yeah. nice stuff. I mean, that's really nice stuff, and it's it's great stuff to have as participation for an event like that. Like you know, it's it's very simple to just you know get be like, oh well, we've got a we've got an an Asmodee kit, so we don't need to put any effort into anything else. But it's great to you know actually put the effort into. Yeah. Making it a good event, so that's cool. So you finished. Um, you finished in second place. Yep. What um, what list did you fly? Other than whispers, because I've already spoiled that bit. Yeah. Uh, I played. I played Kylo um, uh, in the whisper with Malice Predator, mm-hmm. uh, Concussion Missile, um, Advanced Optics, and I. <laughs> Sorry, I have to uh, to think about if I uh, missed something. Yeah, instinctive aim. I missed instinctive aim. Okay, so is that um, um, is that Crispy's Kylo build? The one that um, he just does I three hits all the time. He played shattering shot uh, as well. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've made most of my um, I, I've made most of my list uh, with Corentin. We um, uh, thought about it uh, together. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll I'll go uh, come back to it later. I'm going to finish the whole list. Um, then there were Nightfall and a uh, generic Whisper, both with fanatical Proton Rocket and Sensor Scrambler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malarus in the TIE-FO with Cluster Missile, 
and Scorch uh, with Predator, Fanatical and Advanced Optics. So um, the uh, after Rome and the nerf of the Resistance, I and since um, I was aiming for the invites, uh, I was I was like, yeah, I need to play something that uh, will counter what uh, we uh, what lists are strong right now. Mm-hmm. So we um, kind of um, we, we thought about it, and uh, we ended up thinking that we had to uh, counter decimators, uh, tie swarm, yeah, fire sprays, yeah, um, rebel Kanan, alpha, cannon fire sprays, rebel yeah. alpha, yep, yep, and well, yeah, and uh, fire sprays separatist as well, and the rest was more like um, specific matchup. Mm-hmm. So uh, at first I was playing Five Whispers um, because it had an answer for most of the most of it. Yeah. But uh, the more I played it, the more I had a problem with it because I felt I felt that I wasn't in control of the match whether I won or not. Mm-hmm. So I changed one Whisper to Gideon in the Xi Shadow with Ondo to have more um, possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I did a tournament uh, the week before Nancy, which I uh, finished like not with a good result uh, for what I aimed. So I did two two, and uh, the match I lost were really not convincing, and my victories were not as well. So I decided to like change a lot of the list and uh, bring more control uh, over. Um, scramble, which has been uh, really a big, big problem with the list. Uh, so I brought uh, two i fives with Kylo and Malarus, mm-hmm. and a bit more punch. If uh, even though I will lose some survivability with uh, change with changing um, fo to whispers to fo, mm-hmm. I had more consistent damage. Uh, as well, because uh, Kylo with Malice and Concussion Missile is like crazy good in uh, dealing dealing damage, especially on um, salvage missions. Yeah, and then things like um, when you're flan- flying against Decimators with that Kylo, you can always just spend a force to flip and you push crit after crit after crit after crit um, and start to cascade those. Um, those crit chains into them, which you can't normally kind of, it's, it's difficult to guarantee that usually, but um, yeah, that's interesting. So you, you, you took kind of a, a bit of a serious approach and you ended up in the final against Corentin, who you'd been yeah. list building with. Um, what, what was he, what was he using? Um, he was playing uh, separatist, so Grievous, CAD, uh-huh. Uh, two Yena with uh, Proxmine and two Vultures. Oh, and... Liam, Liam, did you yes. hear? Did you hear how sexy Aurelian's voice was when he said hyenas <laughs> there compared to yours? Did you hear it? <laughs> oh, Yena, now you go, Aurelian. <laughs> it is the list that uh, won uh, an over. Uh, it, uh, that Corentin uh, uh, brought it because he wanted to the Sunfac um, faction prizes. And uh, since he lost against Adrian Dietrich uh, in and over using the list, he was like, I'm going to use it. 
and see what happens. And he's been doing, he has been doing great with it. He won the tournament the week before already. And he, it was kind of even in training versus me or the other guy, uh, guy from Orleans. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, we saw the potential of the list. And yeah. it, it, the, feels, it feels like that's uh, one of those lists that I would look at it and I would think, really? That fits? Yeah. And that's always a good sign for a, a list, isn't it? Like, so you've got Grievous. I'm assuming he's got the normal Grievous loadout of Outmaneuver um, title, um, Impervium Plating. Um, you've got then CAD, Hyenas and Vultures. So you've got probably Discord missiles. You've got Prox Mines coming out as well. You've got CAD doing CAD things, throwing tokens at people. Yeah, just feel... CAD has been MVP uh, during his tournaments with uh, HLC and Detroit. He did so much damage with it. Oh, yeah, if you can and, if you can line up those bullseyes, that's rude. Yeah, the the funny things during the tournament is that uh, I faced Coronta round one um, uh, in Salvage because for some reason we were uh, going with four guys from my team and we all met each other round one. Oh, friendly. So that, yeah, that, that, we were. Um, both uh, amazed by how not probable it was and uh, kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And uh, Quentin destroyed me because um, I w- uh, we also worked on the general setup of the list together. Mm-hmm. And I tried it against him, but he knew what I was going to do, so he, ca- he countered it. Really? And he kind of diced me. He kind of diced me at the same time. So he like <laughs> he like rolled a single a blank in the whole engagement, and I lost Malarus and like half of Whisper oh, uh, while doing zero damage. And he also one shot um, Scorch like around after with Dead to Rights HLC. H- H- okay. It was crazy. And I mean, um, you'd expect Scorch to take quite a bit of damage there, but yeah. not four. You know, you wouldn't expect him to go off. So exactly. is that, that just your your dice failing you? Was it? Uh, yeah, I did a single eyeball and two blanks. And uh, at first, I was like, "Okay, I'm going to evade." And it was like, "No, it's dead to rights. You you can't do that." I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. That's I rough. totally want to try that list. Yeah, it looks. Properly it's great. Filthy. It looks properly. And Quentin played it like really perfectly, almost flawlessly uh, during the weekend. It was, it was great. And no, you, you don't need to pay him compliments. He'll do that himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, uh, he, he, he's still my teammate, so uh, I, I, I can compliment him when he uh, he has been doing good. And he does okay, I suppose. I suppose he's done all right, hasn't he? I mean, he's a good player. He came to the Sith yeah. Taker Open and he was flying, I think, Django Sunfak back at the end of 2.0. Oh, that thing's... <laughs> he was, yeah. Yeah, and it was... Um, was people like were looking at it going... Yeah, yeah, people were looking at Django Sunfak and going, yeah, that can't work. It's a two-ship list. Everybody's flying, like, you know, four or five whatever lists and blah, blah, blah. And he, I think he was... An absolute. He got into cut, wasn't he? And he got knocked out. I think um, it was by Kester, yeah. maybe. Yeah, um, he got uh, out. But uh, I'm not sure who. Or it might have been the five. Out. 
the the five Kiraxes or something. But anyway, um, um, yeah, he he did top cut at Milan uh, as well with Django Sun in yeah. 2.0 and had to drop before the final. Oh, he on. won the top four, but we had to take the plane, so he won the top four 200-0 and then dropped. Oh, it was nice. fun. <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a lot of fun that uh, that uh, oh, that day. I can imagine the uh, the um, the TO just having the absolute headache of well wait a minute that guy's uh, just been battered but yeah. have to wait do i put the guy through who he beat or do yeah. i give the guy a, a bye in uh, the semi-final what do uh, I do? we warned the to so it was pifo we warned pifo before that um we had to take the plane and we had to drop but he said still play the match and anyway the um your opponent will go through the final okay so they did that, and the guy that got 200-0 into top four won the tournament at the end. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> That's okay. That's some some like kind of yeah. compensation for Aurelian. No, no, not Corentin oh, taking yeah. his um, taking his pants down and spanking him because. That's basically what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Um, so how how was the final table? Because obviously you two are you know regular sparring partners. You you yeah. play against each other a lot. Was it a, a fairly relaxed affair, or or did you have a little bit of a a bit of bite to it because there was a flight and hotel on the line to to America for Worlds? Uh, now we said that uh, before the uh, final to make the the uh, like. To make it a real final uh, without too much uh, stakes on the line, uh, we uh, said that whatever the winner will be, we would split the cost of the uh, plane and hotel. Oh, you're so. So, so we play only for the title and the glory, of course. (laughs) Bragging rights. And uh, the the final was really fun because. uh, I'm kind of a stress player uh, most of the time, um, mm. but uh, in cut, even though I, uh, uh, even after f- uh, while facing uh, Nicolas Durand in um, top eight, re- mm-hmm. a really cool match as well. Uh, um, today, this day I was not stressed at all, and um, the the final we had like a, a duality because Quentin was super focused in the game uh, uh, really um, uh, calm but focused didn't talk m- uh, much and stuff and uh, I was like uh, um, joking with the the um, uh, the referee and the public and stuff and uh, and do- going summed up at the photos because uh, that's what I, that's how I uh, work uh, most of the time, mm-hmm. and it was like uh, amplified. I I kind of work like that because um, I think about my turn, uh, what I will do doing next turn during my opponent um, shooting phase most of the time, because yeah, it, yeah. it helps me um, choosing my um, target priority as well. So um, yeah, it was kind of amplified here. So it was really nice, and the final was so tight, and it was a great final to uh, to play. Um, I changed my setup, which uh, put Corentin kinda um, uh, he he he, uh, he was not sure about what to do next. We were playing on the salt, mm-hmm. 
which is a bad matchup for me. So I knew I had to take some risk and change my usual setup. And at the engagement, I destroyed him. Like I, uh, I took almost half of CAD and uh, with Malarus cluster, uh, two shields on Grievous. I, I did like uh, three damage on uh, Yina and one damage on the other while he, he took only a single shield on Malarus. Mm-hmm. And from there, I was like, okay, this is winnable. And um, sadly, uh, the, the, sadly after that, um, my uh, my second turn after that was not so good because I had to concede the position uh, of uh, some ships. Even if I killed the the Yina that took three damage, there was my two Gen, not Kylo Whisper that were in the corner of the map and the fight going on mm-hmm. on the other side, mm-hmm. and my Malaris had to uh, to avoid um, the Discord. My Malaris had to um, turn uh, and face Debris, oh. and then Malaris was. Pretty much out of the game for the uh, because she took one stress, two stress, and stuff. Okay. And uh, so he crawled back uh, into the game uh, little by little. Well, I mean, he's a he's a very good player, isn't he? So you know, yeah. he'll he'll see those little openings and those little like those little opportunities to to pull the game back, and that's the point where you know he'll he'll start to chip it back. So it. Yeah, it's it's difficult against players as, that are strong. And obviously, you're a strong player yourself. Um, you give them an opening, you know. I mean, you give them an opening, you know, you open the door and a weaker player might miss the opening. They might miss the opportunity or not see it coming, so not be prepared. Um, but, you know, if people are thinking a couple of turns ahead or thinking, you know, right, this turn, he has to do a turnaround phase. So I'm going to put myself in a position where I can take advantage of that next turn when he's stressed or whatever. Um, weaker players wouldn't be thinking like that. They'd be going, right, I don't know what he's going to do, so I'll lay down the kill box, whatever. Um, but yeah, cool. I mean, it sounds good. And I guess like because you're both very friendly, um, you had a very chilled out kind of final table. And because you took the pressure, the money pressure off it by being mates at the start of it and agreeing to split, you know, whatever the, the cost was for getting to Worlds, then... Because we've had people on in the past who, who said that it was the first time that they'd ever played on a final table and that it had actually felt pressure because it wasn't, you weren't playing for plastic, you weren't playing for game components, you were playing for £2,000 worth of flights and hotels um, for a week in America sort of thing. You know, it was, yeah. Exactly. And, and yeah, t- taking that pressure off turns it back into a fun game between friends, I suppose. So, and um, fantastic. Yeah. The ending um, was that. That's where the I said the the final was clouded. That the ending. That's I think the biggest error I did is because Mara still didn't die and I was ahead in objective. Like uh, I would have been sixteen to fi- fifteen. Yeah. But I uh, he had a grievous three-entry shot and I thought he had a, he had not and I didn't barreled my Malaris out of the way. And I, um, Maris died, and I could have uh, either tied the game or won the game if, uh, with three shots, I killed uh, Vulture. I would have tied the game, and the Vulture left at one HP, and his Cat Bane also left at one HP. 
So it was tight to the uh, really last uh, shot. It was great. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, it sounds like what you can basically say is that if you hadn't had flu, you'd have definitely won because your eyes would have been working properly and you'd have barrel rolled him out of range and then that would have been it. So you can just blame the flu at this point. It's fine. It's a, ho- it's a hollow victory for Currington. It is. It didn't work, but uh, I- I'd say it's still a, r- a very legit victory for Currington. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so well done. Um, we're we're not going to run through the rest of the lists because we don't have the full full list. We've got kind of just um, archetypes. But it looks like there was quite a lot of um, quite a lot of imperials around, um, and quite a lot of um, I was going to say scum. But now looking down the the top eight, it was mostly imperials with a couple of other things. Um, so one there's the list fortress uh completed uh it has been completed like today oh see i went and looked earlier and it wasn't there so i'll link it's all right it's all right we're not going to go through okay. them all because we've well everybody can go and read them if they want to that's fine people that use it use it um there was an event in um poland um which was uh had banned um I don't know who won this thing because I've got lists of the people that did well, but not who won it. Um, but it was won by Rek, Rack, Feroth, Vizier, and Countdown. So that's interesting. Decimator, two Reapers, and a big, ugly striker that's hard to kill. And then second place was 7B Anakin with Lap, Obi, and Contrail. So, um, yeah, those results are all going to be up on List Fortress. Um, but, yeah, as a, I think your event was... Um, was it about 30 players, 30, 40 players, something like that? Yeah, uh, 30 players. 30 players. And the one in Poland was 80-something. So it's good to see that the Polish community is starting to rally around um, and getting itself into the big events again. So that's awesome to see. And, yeah, I suspect that the French one would have been a lot bigger had it not been out in the bit of France that nobody's ever been to before. Um, oh, it would have been Paris. We probably would have uh, had a bit more player here. Yeah, oh. and you, you didn't get a lot of notice either for it. it was it was fairly short? Uh, only I'd say I'd say one month, uh, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's it's the um, I think it's the only criticism I've got about the the OP because OP is happening and it's great, but the organisation of it does seem to be oh well we've got a kit we can send it somewhere. Is somebody running a vaguely relevant um convention of some sort somewhere in in a country and then you know they run an event or they reach out to the the organizers and say you know could can we run one because they, they did the same with the london world's qualifier it happened at quite short notice at a big event that was already planned and had been in planning for a year um and you know it's just a bit it would be good if you know we could get a little bit more notice so that we could plan uh, to attend these things those of us with you know not infinite pockets or families and things that we need to manage around but i think what you're saying is they need to make the system the sift taker open one that would be good that would be bad because i still wouldn't be able to play in one so um (laughs) i'm sure it'd be fine rich it wouldn't change the outcome for you mate no it wouldn't it wouldn't let's be honest (laughs) what i'll do is i'll make the first prize the opportunity to play me in a winner takes all (laughs) game after you've I'll played eleven, after you've played eleven <laughs> rounds, and I've got nothing on the line because you've already won, it'll be fine. 
you'll be fine all right well well done to quarantine i know he doesn't listen to podcasts because he's too cool he's too busy off learning how to break people's spines with his little finger and crab maga or something like that so um yeah well done to quarantine i know have you ever seen the guy he's in some good shape oh yeah yeah, he makes me feel sick when i see him yeah yeah uh, and he'll definitely um uh, listen about uh, this one because I said nice things to <laughs> nice things to him. Well, the, the, the funny thing is, he's going to listen to it. He's going to hear all the mean things Ben said about him at the start, and he's going to be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to, "He's like, I wasn't planning to go to Stockport in February, but, but I'm going to now. And I'll find him. If he does, I'm going to buy him the crappiest wine I can find. <laughs> he's have a present. <laughs> I'm not sure about what we are the doing. Sort- the salt you buy as a kid to drink on the back of the bus. No, you're gonna find <laughs> That's <kid>. harsh. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Right. Um, we're just going to move on a little bit. AMG have announced that there is going to be a last chance qualifier at Worlds. Yay. Go you, Liam, because um, you haven't won an event. Uh, an invite. Loser. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say out loud. <laughs> Most of the people that didn't win invites didn't have the goal to just attend, but you know, off you go. You go and do your best. And he couldn't even be bothered paying for it himself. It's, it, are you going for the hero story, Liam? Is that what it is? <laughs> uh, I am going to get deported. <laughs> you go going for the hero story, you know, the, the, the amateur tennis player wins Wimbledon kind of Hollywood moment. The anime protagonist. Let's be honest, I'm just going to be the guy that everyone doesn't want to be there. I can see like an X Factor kind of sort of background story thing, like with pictures of the, the you know, the barren wasteland that is Wolverhampton Town Centre. So, you know, <laughs> he, he came from this and has travelled all the way to a <laughs> to play in the World Championship of X-Wing. Liam will fit in over like, there, fine, because everything's oh, fried. No, no, and then and then the other thing is, is that they'll cut they'll cut to Ollie Pocknell walking through Hogwarts, the, the private school that he works in, and they'll be like, he'll be like the villain because he'll be like the well-funded football team from the posh school, and Liam will be the the, the working man's football team from you know the poor end of town, and then they'll have a, they'll get to the final table, and Ollie will be like kicking him under the table and like deliberately like distracting him and spinning his dials and all that kind of stuff. Ollie could never. Be the bad guy. No, he couldn't. Be nice. That's true. We'll have to think of somebody else to be the bad guy. Darren Granger. He'll do. He'll do. (laughs) No, we're we're too alike. It doesn't work. (laughs) I mean, we can always just pick one of the Americans. That'll do. They'll be fine. They'll be fine with it. They'll wear that badge well. It'll be fine. Anyway, enough of that little flight of fancy for me. There's a last chance qualifier. Um, We're still not quite sure how how worlds is going to look but there is going to be they've confirmed over four slides or something that there's going to be a last chance qualifier on one day then swiss on either one or two days and then a final which might be on a third day or a fourth day depending on how many days of swiss there's going to be um we don't know this uh the the state of the last chance qualifier whether it's going to be you know we see how many tickets we've sold for the main event and then we just fill up um to a number um, or whether they're going to say, you know, you need to go better than evens in the last chance qualifier to qualify, or, or however they're going to do it. Um, we don't know. Uh, as soon as we do, we'll talk about it, um, and we'll probably have opinions, because that's what we're good at. Tim records well, us while we have opinions, <laughs> unfunded, <laughs> unresearched. Just, just off the cuff, absolute <laughs> nonsense. Have an opinion. Um, so now Sometimes we've got... we just lie just to be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Especially I, I about rules. That, um, that, that Armada's getting... Uh, 
a bit of a time in the sun as well. Is it? Oh, good. Yeah, because obviously they're still doing the last chance qualify for it. There's a world championship, so. Oh, good. So they're actually getting to play with their spaceships. That'll keep them happy. I just think it's a. I hope it's a sign that there's more stuff coming. So although I don't play, the the ships that um, are out for Armada are really nice. And it is a beautiful game to watch. Yeah, I've never played I've got it. A load of stuff. I've played a couple of games and I really enjoyed them both. Uh, but it's something I, I do want to see more ships for, especially when they brought out a separatist and Republic faction. And then they said they weren't developing anything. But I know they had a lot put on their plate, to be fair, with uh, three new games and whatever. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see some new ships. Yeah. Um, I know it's a bit off topic, but have you seen all the um, like concept art for um, Shatpoint? Yeah, it looks oh, really good. It is yeah, stunning. it looks really nice. Some of the first ones were a bit. The poses were a bit funny, but like the second batch they've released, all look pretty cool. Yeah, I mean Bo Katan and Captain Rex. I, I'm just looking at it and I'm going, "Yep, yep, yep." I know what I'm buying into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see me buying in. Yeah, Even same. if it's only, it, it might it might be the thing that um that that makes me play a game that isn't just X Wing, um, just something a bit different. You're just going to turn up with everything unpainted, aren't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> Every, oh, everything's yeah. built but not painted. Oh, do you have to paint it? Oh. Ugh. I mean, you don't right. if you're playing us lot. No, no. I'll... Rich is just going to turn up with bases. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Captain Rex. I've got his X Wing card <laughs> cut out and stuck on a base. <laughs> Fine. Um, nobody ever flies him anyway. It's, it's all good. You mean, cap, you mean caption Rex? Caption Rex. Yeah, we'll <laughs> do that. Um, okay. The the, ne- the the other thing that got announced by um, AMG uh, five days ago was official points for um, our ships. So we've got. Um, We've got a bunch of changes, a bunch of updates. Mostly it's just for the new stuff. Um, so do we want to just run through those points very quickly? Or do we want to yeah. just talk about, you know, how we feel about them in general? Um, it, it is only new stuff, in it? I've not missed anything. Because I've uh, missed a couple of adjustments. Just I must have missed them. Yeah, a bunch of resistance stuff has been changed. No, no one likes resistance anyway. Yeah. It needed it. Especially not on this podcast. No, no. <laughs> um, so I will just talk quickly through um, the ship points and what was what was changed um, and as well as what was new. So most of it was the, uh, the the stuff that's coming out in Hot Shots and Aces. So Juno Eclipse is coming out at four points with eight loadout. She's in a TIE Advanced X1. She's the one that can change her dial speed, I think. Um, second uh, sister... No, she can, Juno Eclipse, the one that boosts. She can boost. She oh, used to right. be able yeah, to change yeah. the dial speed. Yeah. That's right, yeah. It, it's um, a boost. Yeah. So she can, yeah, she can double reposition with a focus as well or something. Um, she can do all sorts of janky stuff. You can tell stuff. that you're the, res- the Imperial player, yeah, can't you? Like whatever. Yeah, she can I do mean, something. I don't care. So I don't have one. <laughs> here's the cool one that we were all pretty ex- excited about. The second sister um, in the TIE Interceptor is five points with 14 loadout. Now she's got a force, a talent, a missile, a modification, and a title configuration thingy um, as options. So that's a fairly um, flexible ship, but at five points is pretty expensive. 
I'd be um, very surprised to see anyone ever take the title on that ship. Because you can almost double reposition with no consequences anyway. Yeah, with having the force. Yeah, yeah. She, can, she can always just... And she's moving around at four, so again, in a good spot. Um, all right, Thai so, LN fighters. But, uh, the new ones came in at three. Uh, what are you going to say, Ben? Nothing. It's nothing important. It's fine, carry on. Um, flight leader Ubble of Ubble Tap fame, Mike Upton. Oh, I wanted right. to get that in and pretend it was mine. <laughs> He's five, so he it's the same. He doesn't deserve that. <laughs> it's the same place as all the other heavies at five, so he's gonna he's gonna see play of the heavies because he's fifteen loadout, five points, all of the slots that he could possibly ever need: double cannon, gunner, double modification, title, talent. Let's go. And uh, yeah, double tapping for days. So always good. Um, down into Rebels, uh, new stuff. Pops Krail, the new Y Wing, uh, 4.16 loadout. Um, uh, Key Kyo Venzi, the new A Wing. He's the guy with the force regen thing. He seems fun. Side flips. Uh, 3.8 loadout. So that's not bad. Three points so for that's, that's good money, that. That's good yeah. money, isn't it? Yeah, he's I. And it's three, a pretty cool ability. Yeah. Again, um, evade and force. Yeah. That ship um, can just decide not to die. Yeah. Tycho Kelchu, Tycho, 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 son of Alderaan, four points, 14 loadout. Um, not bad. Uh, Corrin Horn in an X Wing, five points with 18 loadout and an all important torque slot. A lot, a lot of that ship. Rogue Nine, yeah, you're going to see a lot of him, a lot of him. And Wes Jansen, I've played against Wes Jansen once already, and yeah, he's as good as he always was. Um, so <laughs> five points and 15 loadout, and he jams after he shoots at I-5. So rude. I still love him in 1.0. Yeah, he's exactly the same. He's exactly the same. He's just still good. Yeah, don't um, have a flight assist astromech anymore, though. No. No, nobody does. Sad. That was great. <laughs> um, and see why they wouldn't have it, though, to be fair. <laughs> no, no, it's far too good. Let's go with free reposition. Why not? Let's go. It just shows um, how broken 1.0 was that that oh, card didn't actually break anything. It's like, no, no, this is fine. This is a, a nice, fair list. This has made some, some old ships that weren't very good vaguely usable. <laughs> yeah. And it still got beat by a two ship list. <laughs> oh, I, used, I used to put it on Blue Ace. It was brilliant. Um, free, free 90 degree barrel rolls um, uh, no 90 degree boosts um, so tour fun um, so we're into scum and villainy now Fang, the new fang fighter tour fun is coming at 4 with 7 loadouts so that's an interesting point break because that's a cheap fang um, Cad Solus was previously at 4 and then went up to 5 because he was too good or something um, <laughs> whoever um, is this, Fars- this the one who can something gets destroyed he can do an action and shoot again yeah something like that the artwork on that card is beautiful yeah i'm really um, sad that there's not some way that you can destroy the ship in front of him and then boost through it just because of the picture yeah they they, they, should, they should write abilities based on the card art 100%. of course <laughs> um what's that do you not have a hammer <laughs> We're just going to talk about the fire spray because this might be exciting for you. Um, Hondo has come in at uh, a mighty uh, seven points with 18 loadout, but he is an I-1 fire spray. Do you think he's going to see play at that point? Yes. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, 
I mean, that that's a fairly solid, definite yes. Go on, Liam, tell me why. Well, he's I-1. You can block with the base. He'll be able to do his coordination shenanigans, but he also gets to calculate out of it as well. So he's not completely unmodded. I think it's going to be very strong. And to fire his face, he's stick a veteran target on him. You know where everyone might be. So you just throw him into the middle, get your calc, do your business, and then start firing shots off at people. That's the thing that does it. It's the the, the two arcs, isn't it? Because usually yep. when you block with a smaller ship, you kind of usually giving up your shot. Yeah. But with the two arcs, it's you're probably still going to get a shot. It's not enough loadout to take a force crew as well. So and we also, have... if you miss the block, you don't feel sad about it because you've got quite a lot of hull. Yeah. Like if you miss a block with a TIE fighter, that can be the end of the TIE fighter. Yeah. Yeah, he's got enough he's got enough loadout to do a lot of stuff as well. I just look at an I one and I think he's gonna get initiative killed at some point. Um but he is a fire spray, so it's gonna take a lot of work to make that happen, isn't it? It's probably gonna be some force crew on him. Because <laughs> that's what yeah. always goes on fire sprays. Yeah. Um a new modified tie mining guild tie is three points with seven loadout, whatever. Uh Dirge in the Rogue Class Starfighter is four points. With ten loadout, four points and ten loadout on a rogue class is makes Victor Hell that... and Nomlum and the Outer Rim Hunters sad faced at five. I suspect. Is this the one that comes back as well? Yes. Um, uh, no, he doesn't come back. He gets to change the result to a crit in order to cancel another result. If oh yeah, got, that's still pretty good though, isn't it? If he's got fewer shields and attack dice. Yeah. So. As long as it's not hit crit going through after all the dice happen, then he reduces the pool by one. Um, because you can't reduce the pool by one if it's hit crit, because he would just turn the hit into a crit, and then there's no hit left for him to cancel. But basically, as long as he's taking hit crit or hit hit, then he can reduce it by one, um, basically permanently. So it's not. it probably works out as a couple of extra hull over the course of a game based on dice results, but... Upgrade's um, good though. Yeah, I mean, and he's a point. It was that good. It was that good. They have to ban it. <laughs> yeah, someone was trying to say something. There. I don't know. Who it was it Liam? Was. Oh, it doesn't matter. Carry on. Sadly, uh, uh, dirge effect in the scum uh, part doesn't work with um, enduring because enduring uh, is happening before the neutralized result step. And oh. dirge effect is after. Rubbish. Uh, <laughs> it's like they thought about it. It's like they thought about it. Yeah. Um, so Dr. Afra in the YV666, 22 loadout, wow, and six points. So that's good. That's a lot of fun to put on your uh, on your party bus. I mean, I've not seen a party bus for a while, apart from the odd boss here and there. They're not very common, but I mean, Doctor Afra Initiative Three, strong ability as well, yeah. especially with Oya Triple Zero, and then you've got other ships as well that can have stress stress mechanics yeah. like uh, Koshka. I think you'll see a lot of combo pieces, which means you won't be losing your stress token, or you'll have a stress token, or maybe two. Cad Afra Koshka things that generate power from stress yeah yeah possibly 
Interesting. And yeah, six points. So not bad for a for a party bus. Um first order, um the new FO fighters have come in at three. Um so DT seven nine eight, Gallic and, and Gaha um have come in at three. The new bomber Joe Gergerod has come in at four. Um I mean this isn't telling us anything. Now here's the one that we want to talk about. Agent Tierney. Five points on a Z class shuttle, fifteen loadout. And what I think might be the worst designed piece of game design ever as a pilot ability. Um, does anybody disagree with me and think it's wholesome? Nope. I mean, it, it's not wholesome, but I think there's a counterpoint, especially with it coming in at five points. I think FO's strength is a five ship list, and I don't think you can get a viable uh, competing list with TNA and run five ships. So there's... I think at five points, it damages your list building. So it balances like that. So you, you, you're forced to put one of the three-point FOs in instead of a four-point stronger ship, basically, or a, a five-point. No, no, there's no super hits there, then. Yeah. Uh, so I, here... Sorry, I, go on, Aurelien. Go on. Yeah, um, I think it's um, much... Um, much more complicated than that because uh, I think with the fact that um, we have an FO that can uh, make quick draw slam that we are going to see her uh, way more um, I think it's Galak maybe um, you can like place quick draw um, tyranny the, ma- the thing that make quick draw slam and take damage to remove the uh, the uh, disarm, so she can shoot twice easily at I six, and um, and two ties makes uh, two of the ties, so like Malavus and Scorch or DT, makes it a very strong list uh, because it has the power to it has punch and the power of uh, the power of tyranny to like uh, completely. Uh, uh, Make chaos in in the game. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's just look at it. It's Lin Lin Garva is the one that puts primed for speed on yeah. the um the thing so that these things can really move. Um, apparently, uh, that's how it happens. Is that, that Lin, Lin Garva's ship has uh, slams put on them. Um, but yeah, the, the, I mean, I think so. There is kind of play, right? It's um, so Tierney's ability. By the way, I, I realized um a couple of days ago that it's worse than I thought it was because they've they've left the word other out of the broken trust condition. Um so it it says treat friendly ships as allied non enemy ships treat you as allied, right? So um while performing an attack before declaring the defender, each allied ship in the attack arc that is not stressed gains a stress token, blah blah blah. Um it basically says um treat friendly ships as allied. So you're friendly to yourself. So you're not, it doesn't say other friendly ships, it just says friendly ships, so you don't even trust yourself. So anything that says another friendly ship at range zero to two may perform an action. So in resistance terms, for example, because they're the happy friends faction, Lando and Commander Poe can't spend their charges for themselves to do follow-up actions. Never mind their mates, which is the purpose of the thing. They can't say, right, well, at least I can fire a torp into Tierney to trigger the, the condition to take the, the effect off. Um, 
I just can't do it. So I don't know if they've left that out and we're looking at errata or if that's working as designed. But yes, it's on a Z-Class shuttle. Yes, it's seven health behind two greens. Yes, it can't turn around and it'll probably die eventually. Um, it could just not because sometimes they just don't. Um, I don't like this because it punishes people for playing the game. It's a design space. I, I hate this so much. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a design issue. It it it's basically it's in the same space as um, Sloan. what's it called, Sloan? Yeah. yeah. It it and yes, you can play around it like you can play around Sloan, but the games are never fun and they're stressful because now I've got to not play the game. I have to I have to just constantly think about how I can avoid this weird condition. Um, that said, I did on Discord today. Um, see an absolutely fantastic explanation of the ability which somebody did um, so I'm going to read it out because I think it's brilliant if I can find it um, I while you're looking it. for it I'm going to have my full two cents on this because two cents is not a full euro and that's smaller than a pint so thanks <laughs> Fortunately, fortunately, because of Brexit, we can have pints again instead of 500 mil glasses. So carry on. Which is still smaller than a pint. It's still smaller than a pint. Go on. So I think, although I don't really agree with the card being in existence, because as you said, you think it's poor game design and stuff, and I don't necessarily disagree. I think there's a real uh, point to be made that people should, should diversify their list a little bit more and stop leaning on a single linchpin. So you're now forced at a list building point to go, right, then I need to be a little more wary of the meta. Maybe I'll take some lists that are a little less handholdy and work a little more independently now. Which then effectively makes your opponent have a ship that normally is oppressive, effectively useless, and that's a waste of five points. Yeah, I mean, it works for... So if, if Tierney hits into the meta in a big way, if somebody wins a couple of big events with him or a big event with him, we start to see a lot of him, um, then, yeah, you've got a list build around it. Um, it becomes meta-defining, meta-warping, which is stuff that we've discussed multiple times in the past, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's a, it's a thing that happens. Um, I, I agree with you that people need to think about it when they're doing their own list building. You know, it should always be in the back of your mind about how you would cope with this particular effect. Um, but some factions get more screwed by this than others because some factions oh, are 100%. more. Um, like basically the goody factions, right? The ones I play. So taking it personally. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks, AMG. Last but time the goody I saw factions. You, fly, you were flying Imperials. Don't lie to me. That is true. Um, but, you know, you've got, you know, your Poe abilities, you've got your Dutch ability, you've got your Lat abilities and your Landos and your, you know, all of the things that are, and then a friend can do something. You know, this switches off coordinating as well, which is a massive part of the game. You know, if you've got a ship that is a coordinate boat, like a Fen or an AP5 or whatever, slap Broken Trust on it, it's never, ever, ever, ever going to deal a crit to something because they're not there to do damage. It's essentially just this useless floating pile of garbage at the back of your list which if you've only put three points into it that's fine but if you know you've if you've linchpinned your list on a on a i6 coordinate with fen and they just take it away from you then 
you're like great cool you know See? and it, it it does i mean we we were worried about rebel alpha coming back up and this is another tool that's available to people to switch off rebel alpha right um because rebel alpha is always powered by coordinates so yeah maybe. another thing like cuz i think there is a perception on this because it's affecting you you know it's it's affecting your opponent's list but as someone that's been, you know, running into this, but just constantly throw out tokens left, right, and center. Yes, all those tokens don't really affect my ship, but it stops me being able to play the game because nothing I do is effective. So it, it's yeah. just a more, it, it feels bad in a different way. And I think that's forgotten by a lot of people when looking at stuff like Tierney because they look at it in a vacuum and how it just affects their ships primarily, but. Nobody looks at the internal mechanics and how it buffs your own ships, and how that affects mm-hmm. your opponent and the fun they're having. Yeah. Cool. Um, I found this thing. It was actually by Nick Duron, um, who you mentioned earlier, Aurelion. Um, he, he's, he's posted, he said, the thematic explanation of Tierney's ability makes it clearer, right? And he says, the squad mates of that ship no longer trust him and they become allies rather than friendly. And so the chosen ship can't trigger any of this friendly abilities on its teammates. And likewise, the teammates can't trigger their friendly abilities on it because they don't trust him anymore because he's shifty. Um, when the ship shoots, squad mates don't know if it's going to betray them and shoot them instead. So they get stressed. And if they're in the attack arc, they could have been shot. Yeah, that's what happens. Oh, he might have shot me there, but he didn't. Um, broken trust can get removed when person takes the the tyranny takes a face up damage the enemy looks he really wants to kill it. he must be friendly after all or um the person who has got broken trust on them takes a face up oh he really wants to kill that person he must be our friend look he, he, he is our friend so basically there you go um i was like oh okay so it kind of made st- sense because i was trying to figure out all the stuff about stress and if you're in the attack arc and all that stuff it's a lot of words um but yeah anyway tyranny there we go. We've got opinions on tyranny. Um, I'm sure everybody does. Uh, but, you know, whether we see anything of it or not, I don't know. Um, the new resistance transport. So here we are. We're in actually the money bit here because this is where there's loads of points. So we're gonna, I'm going to whistle, whistle through them quickly because I can feel Tim going, oh, why is he going through points? Um, so, so we've got Taka Jamarisa, who's the new resistance transport. Um, she's a four-point resistance transport with the ability to jam things after she jams. Um, they've not given her a crew slot, so you can't take Hondo. Um, but Seven yeah, four hundred out fifteen points. Um, so yeah, we're still going to see her because she's still a good disruptive. Oh, I know, um, but that pilot, that crew was absolute nonsense. It would have been great. Yeah. Now the next bit, Ben, check this out. We're in justice for the A wings territory here. Um, <laughs> They have fixed the points on resistance A-wings after Rebel A-wings have been fine for about a year. Um, they finally realized that they're not all worth five points. Um, so Lulo has come down to four. Tally has come down to four. Um, so that means that Lulo is four and 12. Tally is four and 12 as well. Um, we've also got Zari Bangle down to four. Um, the generics, the blue and green squadrons down to four. And then we've also got Merle Cobbin and Roby Tice down to three. So huge, huge reductions and That's changes to low actually, yeah. as well. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, it now means that you can put three I-5A wings in a list for 12 points and then fill out your other eight. So 
it's five five A wings is very very viable again all of a sudden, um, and five good A wings. I'm just going to wait for you to tell me a resistance list that I'll pack in my bag and then <laughs> inevitably never use it. No, because you'll always use the other thing that you've packed in your bag. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so I've been using them again because they're suddenly good value. And it's amazing that when you've got Lulu at four points that you're actually like, yep, he's a good ship. He remains a good ship. Let's keep going. Um, so um, the uh, the YT-1300s for resistance, the new ones, Lando and Poe. Lando at eight. So we talked a lot about this last week. Um, and it turns out he's eight points, which is pretty much what we said he should be at. They thought he might come in at seven because they were having a mad half hour and would immediately adjust him back up again the next time. But they've brought him in at eight, which is probably where he's worth being, with 20 loadout. And then Poe, seven points with 25 loadout. Basically, do what you want, man. Ray Gunner. Yeah, I've used him once and he's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. The ability to do a three bank into a barrel roll into a boost is just ridiculous <laughs> or you know go over rocks and boost away and all kind of stuff it's a lot of fun so um that one uh new t70 four points um zay versio is a four point t70 so again like that fang breaking the the five point barrier but as it's a unique one yeah you're not going to get five t70 lists and then venisa doza um who's the one who can shoot missiles at her butt uh five points and 13 loadout has a double missile slot it's just going to be barrage rockets because um, you don't need to take locks. You can just jump over the top and take a focus for a turn of shooting out your butt at range one to two. So that's resistance. So those are the big changes. Um, new Delta 7 Adigalia, five points. So falls in line with a lot of the other um, higher initiative Jedi. Um, seven points in the 7B. Um, Kit Fisto in the Eta, four points, not bad, and eight loadout. Um, Sicko in the lat, five points with 12 loadout. Gavin Sykes in the Bravo 3 Naboo N1 Starfighter, nobody cares, four points, 16 loadout. Um, nobody's ever going to use him, let's be honest. Nobody uses Rickalay or Anakin anymore, and they're the good ones. Um, and then uh, the new Torrent is coming at three points as well, so Slammer. The one who can slam. Um, right, Liam. Separatists. Here we go. Volan Das, Impatient Invader. We're in Tri Fighters here. Four points, 12 loadout. Good. That's really good about you. Yeah. So he's the one mm -hmm. we talked about last week, isn't he? Uh, that might have been the Flakar Fox last week. Okay, so he's after you fully execute a red manoeuvre. You can choose an enemy ship at range one and the chosen ship gains a strain token and you remove your stress token. So, yeah, he can do his little one talons or his little three Ks or his five Ks at initiative five. Um, and if somebody has ended up, if he successfully executes that manoeuvre, then he can yeet his stress if he's lucky. Like a mini Anakin ability almost. The best yeah. thing about him is he's got a focus. Yeah. That's what's been focused. kind of holding these back, is the, the um, um, calculate. Mm. That's, That's good. I think, anyway. Yeah, he seems good. Um, Aura Singh in the Fire Spray, eight points. What? She's called Bane of the Jedi, eight points and 18 loadout. Why is she worth eight points with 18 loadout? Anybody? Built in force. Built in force. Yeah, built in force. 
if you think about it, you've saved money because you don't have to put a four screw on it. Yeah. I mean, you probably should. Anyway. <laughs> so, what was that? You you probably put another one on to give her some more force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She hasn't got a cruise slot. Uh, no, she hasn't. Um, no, she hasn't. She hasn't got a cruise slot. She's got two cannons. Mm. Oh well. She can way. take she can take slave one and get a gunner, uh, but gunners don't have force. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, there you go. It's almost now, like they thought about the first thing that we would try to do with her. So there you go. Um, so her ability as well is one that's interesting because it's about transferring orange and red tokens between uh, enemy ships at range zero to one. So you can, if like two ships at zero to one of you have got uh, a stress, you can double stress one of the ships um, so that you know where they're going to be for two turns, uh, for example. Um, so she's very, very interesting. Um, and orange... She, tokens being jams, disarms, and tractor beams. Um, before she engages, she can just put the things on the ship where she wants them to be, which is interesting as a way to spend a force. Um, and I can see some people being caught out by that and going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm tractored and stressed at range one of that ship. Oh, no. It's good with ships like Chertek because Chertek can pass the tractor, shoot you, kill the opponent because you're both like four. You can then transfer that tractor token to a different ship because it's still on the table, and then hit it with another tra uh, tractor defense shot. Yeah, shot. yeah. This is this is hundred percent scum and villainy trap territory, and I know it's not a scum and villainy list, but this is scum and villainy trap territory. <laughs> um, oh, I've flown into the front of these ships. Nothing, nothing bad could happen. It, it'll be fine. Oh no, my entire list is dead. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand what happened. <laughs> It all made sense as he was talking me through it, and now I have no ships left. Well, um, right, so that's Aura Singh. Um, and then we're down into Dirge uh, for the rogue class here. He's four points and ten again. This is the guy who comes back, maybe. Um, so he flips all of his damage cards when he dies, and if they're directs, he discards the direct hits and then flips all his cards face back down again. So, Isn't there um, some other cards he gets rid of as well? Um, uh, directs and pilots because what? the law of dirge is that he regenerates, he's pretty much unkillable. Right, is he a robot? No, he's not. Is he human? No, he, no, he's not human, he's a some weird creature, right. <laughs> that's, that's what <laughs> oh, I was just trying to think of a way to make that joke, and I just couldn't. <laughs> I was just stumbling over my words. Some weird creature, a bit like you, something like that. Whatever. It's, um, oh, it's gone now. Um, so yeah, he he gets rid of those, and then the uh, the the Calrodo AI holdout is uh, two. He costs two, two points as a vulture, uh, seven loadout. And then the Iron Assembler, who is a uh, one that we talked about last week, is also two points. Oh, no, we didn't talk about him last week. He's a recent spoiler. So basically, as long as he's parked on a rock near you, or he's, he's near you and you're parked on a rock, he can he can regenerate your damage. So there you go. So Hyenas and Vultures have got regen now via the Iron Assembler, a two-point droid with five loadout value. So, um, so there we go. That's points. Um, that, that regen is crazy. Yeah, we'll we'll talk through his ability actually because it's pretty interesting. Um, because it's a bit unique. Um, for sep uh, for separatists to have that kind of thing. And um, so it's the Iron Assembler. He's, he's initiative one, 
and it's after a friendly ship at range zero to one skips its execute maneuver step you can spend a charge she's got three non-recurring um if there is an asteroid or debris cloud at range zero of it that ship may repair one damage so if you've got a hyena or a vulture with its struts open sitting on a rock and it does anything other than a two forward then you can spend a charge and it gets to repair a damage seems good makes your little turret happy um, especially because the droids um the vultures are quite um they, they, they take damage don't they yeah it's not like they're ever just shrugging it all off and this isn't an action this is the interesting thing this isn't an action he just needs to be in range zero to one of you and for you to remember your triggers um so yeah i think this is decent i'm glad it's only three charge i actually thought it was reoccurring <laughs> no it's three i mean that's basically the the, the that, that's like two Vultures back to full, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, it's, great. it's still great. Yeah. It's, and it, it works it, on himself. And itself as well. Yeah. So, you know, scramble the transmissions. Well, not scramble. Well, yeah, scramble s- assault on the satellite array and um, creates, basically, he grabs a grabs an objective, parks on the rock, and then uh, just sits there with um, double calculate, I guess, because he probably can take it. Yep, he can take double calculate. Um with independent calculations and just sits on the rock. And if you manage to get some damage on him, he just regens one of them and still has two calculates for the next time you have to shoot him. So he's going to be like the ultimate in, in points banking, basically. Um, get him somewhere where he's taking a point to turn. He only costs two. So as long as he does it for three turns, he's, he's value into your list. So, yeah, I will see a lot of this guy, I think. Because, um, yeah, two points for a regen in ship. Yeah. So see a lot of it because people don't like droids. Yeah, but if you're going to put one two-point droid in to fill out your list, then you're going to pick this one, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Rather than the other one, unless you're going for initiative or something else. But um, anyway, hot takes. Let's ask Aurelian first. What do you think of these points? I am so happy for resistance because I think <laughs> because I think we have like amazing um, uh, weapons. To play with, yeah, I am happy that it will probably shake the meta a lot, and I am really scared about uh, first order and um, scum and separatist, pretty much. Yeah, this is this seems to me like the points update that we wanted at the start of the month that didn't happen when they released the. Um, the Yavin points and the Coruscant points, and then they've also now done this, so I'm a bit happier. Um, Liam, hot takes, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, to be fair. I like the fact that three tri fighters is 12 points, and they're all initiative five. Uh, I've already started throwing some things around, so I've got all three of those tri fighters, Grievous, and then the Siege of Coruscant, uh, DBS 404. Like the value you get in that, and if you put out maneuver on Volandas and Grievous, you got four upgrade cards. That's all you need. Making me you sick in my mouth. <laughs> oh. right, remind me next time you ask for a casual game on TTS to just say no. Okay, well, you should do that anyway. It, Surely his accent. Give, give me a, give me a minute to put some bombs on something. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be alive to drop them. <laughs> give me some trajectory <laughs> simulators it's fine um can we play with band cards is that okay <laughs> um all right uh what about you ben 
<laughs> you happy? I'll be honest, I haven't really fully looked at list building. I've been a little bit busy. Um, yeah. But I have looked at the, the quick draw slam thing. And the one that constrain is like Scorch, which yeah. seems like those two together could be interesting. DT798. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do quite want to try that Lando just to see how broken he is in the Falcon. He's a lot of fun. I yeah. mean, I, I, I used him at one point. I flew terribly and I lost because I crashed all of my other ships into um, Oiken, who, you know, was murdering them with death troopers and stuff. And it was fine. Yeah. But Lando was great. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, this is really busted. If I'd flown the other ships vaguely sensibly, I'd be laughing at this point in time. Um, I want to see if he's as broken as I think he is in my head, Sim. He's... I guess it's what you put with him. I haven't really looked. I, I mean, I say this a lot, but Resistance is probably my least played faction. So um, you can put those three. You can put those three I five A wings with him. Yeah. Um, with Prockets and torpedoes and you know predators and heroics and crack shots and all sorts of jam because they've all got the high loadouts. You can basically do what you want with them. Um, or you can put T70s. There's that 4.T70 as well, which is what I used. Um, with, and I when I tried it with Poe, um, sorry, I used the 5.1 with the butt shot, um, not the 4.1. But yeah, there's a lot of options now. Um, I do fancy the butt shot one because I like the idea of the uh, advanced proton torpedo out the back as well. Yeah, it's a it's basically a um, it's a fire spray. If you if you take barrage rockets, it's a fire spray as long as you're focused. It's got a three dice rear gun. So can you take barrage? Yeah. Yep. But it's also, it can throw five dice at range too, which is just disgusting. Yeah. How can, you, you, how can you say Barrage again? Because it's got two missile slots natively. Oh, already? Okay, fair yes. enough. It's a shame because you'd obviously miss out on the reroll part for missiles, but still. Yeah, but only if, only for the butt shot. You've still yeah, got yeah, them. Yeah. You've got Bullseye. You've still got them for the front shot anyway. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a good, it seems like a good option. Um, I think that we're going to see... Well, that is five charges as well, actually. That is... Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit rude. Um, the, um, I'm a bit excited to see um, other people using um, double, Hubble, whatever he's called. Hubble. <laughs> Hubble tap. I, I don't have um, a tie-heavy, and you, I will you know, I love never buy one. I do love um, a tie-heavy. Yeah. I he, feel I with think... kindred spirits. He's coming. He's coming nicely at five five points of fifteen loadout. Um, he seems pretty pretty good. I think this is he's what he's five points, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So hang on, so, we've we've so had these Leighton, points for a week. Leighton is five points as well, and arguably um, a better ability. And we don't see that ship very often, except if you're an idiot like me. Well, Obel um, is damage is double tapping every turn that somebody is taking a damage card. That's what I mean. And Leighton's ability triggers a lot. Because yeah, I, I, really, played, really I played him a lot. Yeah. And um, you don't see Leighton played a lot. I'm sad to say, I don't. As much as it'd be cool to say you're getting double tapped, you, you're probably not going to see him that much. Which is a shame because I really like the mod. Sad face. So here's a question, right? We've had the points for a week. We've probably... Well, I know you haven't because you don't play TTS at the minute, Ben. But we've probably all played a few games with it. I've played Lando with A-Wings and I've played Poe with A-Wings and the Buttshot X-Wing. And they're 
both huge amounts of fun in terms of lists. They've unlocked things in the meta that didn't previously exist. I have played against newly powered up rebel alphas with um, I-5 wedge, with the, the Battle of Yavin wedge. Um, and uh, played Corrin Horn a bit. A bit of Corrin going on. I've, I've actually dodged Corrin Horn. I've, I've not had to play against him. Um, so, but been a lot of... Um, I've also played against five X-Wings as well, um, which came out of the Battle of Yavin. Um, so, I hate that so much. There's too much. Yeah. I think five's too much. Yeah, five X-Wings is a lot of X-Wings um, to have to work your way around, especially as two of them have got um, dead man switches. Yeah, um, they only have to roll a little bit well on defense, and you're just like, why are you still alive? <laughs> it's true. Um, Aurelian, have you been playing with the new points much, or have you been focusing too hard on... on tournament now sadly uh, i couldn't play i focus um, i did not have much time to play uh, to prepare for the tournament so i put them uh, all the time i had into prepare preparation but i have it seemed a lot of list <laughs> already anything anything with a new jamming resistance transport nope <laughs> sadly <laughs> sadly um uh, I would have been happy if it was either three points without crew or four points with crew. But four point four points without crew, with all the up uh, f- uh, we had for for the A wing, I think it's like the sixth or seventh best four points we have in the faction. Yeah, it's it's far down the list, isn't it? At the minute, there's too many good options at four now because you've still got Kaz in the fireball. You've still got all of the A-wings, the X-wings. You've got a bunch of Y-wings, which are still really solid choices at four, a couple of them at least. So, yeah, it's uh, it's sad. It's sad. Um, I think Nodin is even better than uh, the new... Oof. Oh, <laughs> I have a, the, a Nodin is a, he has a special place in my heart, so um, I might be biased. <laughs> oh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right, Liam, have you been playing with? Have you actually played any games with new points? So you've been playing stuff, or have you just been head simming? Uh, I've just been head simming. I've been able to get a game with them, and when I've been able to play a game, it's been a tournament once. So that's used my FO. Oh, sad. But I am looking is- to get a couple of games in at some point. Isn't it rubbish when you're playing one game a week tournaments and you've got lists that you built two months ago and you still have to play them when there's new toys to be played with and it's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to use this thing. It's still really good, but I don't want to use it. I want to use new toys. (laughs) It is, but in the same breath, I'm still under 10 reps with my FO list at the moment in its current iteration and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not having those blues right yet, right now, sorry. Cool. Cool. Um, I was going to go through, we've got some spoiler articles as well, but we're running long. It, we've been going for an hour and a half already, so um, I think we should probably wrap it up because we've already pretty much talked through most of the spoilers that we've got already. Um, so I'm going to go round for shout outs and last thoughts rather than going around twice. I'm just going to go around once. So um, Ben, shout outs and last thoughts. Um, I'm going to see Santa tomorrow. How was your concert last week? Oh, it was great. I felt like a young person again. Who did and you go and see? I went and watched a band called Rise Against. They're actually from um, uh, California, where World, not California, sorry, Chicago, where Worlds is happening. Okay. Bringing it back to X Wing. Um, 
But the next day, man, I felt old. Like everything ached. <laughs> like my legs hurt, my back hurt. Oh, I had a great time though. Good. Glad you enjoyed yourself. It's not often that you know us married people's children actually get out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, Liam, last thoughts and shout outs. Uh, shout outs to Bonnie Brum. Uh, everyone playing, keeping it fun. And last thoughts, I'm really excited for new points. Be prepared to see a lot of tri-fighters. Good, good, good. Uh, Aurelian. Uh, thank you for having me. Or uh, First, it was great. Uh, I had a lot of fun. And uh, I have, uh, of course, two shout-outs. One to my uh, teammates in the audience who helped me. Um, a lot during the uh, preparation um, for the tournament and it was great and shout out of course to the resistance uh, because they're the best (laughs) (laughs) and they'll kill you if you don't you'll be ostracized (laughs) yeah also that (laughs) (laughs) all right cool um so no last thoughts um not going to talk about the sith taker open sadly all of our f- French contingent, who all were going to travel last year, some of whom did, um, are all going to Worlds instead the month after. So aren't going to travel all the way to sunny Stockport just for a, a, our little tournament to help practice. Because they know but... we'll smash them up, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Scared, scared. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's exactly why we can't, we can't go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've heard the wine's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, English wine. Brilliant. You can tell Corentin that I once went out for a meal and I got served a sparkling English red. So tell him about that one and see what he thinks. Yeah, that's, that seems uh, not nice. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a unique and interesting thing. And uh, I'm glad I only had to drink half a glass of it. So, When um, I worked in a pub, someone ordered half a lager mixed with red wine. Interesting. It was. I actually thought the I misheard them. There is a cocktail which is red wine and Coca Cola. That's actually really nice. Yeah, um, you don't hear of it. No, I mean not in France because you know a cocktail in France is red wine mixed with water and it's fed to children. So you know it's that's how it goes. It's actually really like a disgrace if you uh, put water in your wine. In France, Do, if you uh, ever go in France and take like a <laughs> bottle of wine that is not like a low cost bottle of wine, please do not cut it with water. It's good. No, I never would. I never would. <laughs> I just, I just know that uh, you can water low cost wine to give to children so that they get used to drinking wine at the table with adults and yeah. they feel it, they feel grown up, but. Uh, it's not Next really. Next time I see both of you, I'm just going to stand there and pour water in wine just to distract you, so I can win easier. <laughs> just have a little little glass of wine in my back pocket. Watch this. Well, I was going to say world's top table, but you're not going to be there, Ben. So no, you're going to have to. Liam, Liam, get that one in your back pocket. I was told. Sorry, I wasn't listening. What was it? <laughs> Liam doesn't know what wine is. If you meet somebody French at Worlds in 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 a high stress situation, just pull out a bottle of red wine and mix it with water in front of them, and then stand and drink it and say, mm, "This is delicious," and they'll be so incensed and irate that you'll just win the game. It'll be fine. 
just when I thought French wine couldn't get better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other option is to just have a baguette in your pocket and pour water on it. That's the other. Yeah. That's the other he's one. Not, he's not. <laughs> You're making me really well, sad because these are all things I really like, but I can't have them right now. <laughs> my go-to thing is to ask anyone who is native French what their word for entrepreneur is because that's an English word. <laughs> Oh dear. I think that's a good that's a good place for us to leave it. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, Liam. You you didn't have a clever question for us this week, did you? No. It's too I late now. Yeah, it is too late for that anyway, and for anything sensible. Um so uh, on that cheerful note, uh, it's gonna be goodbye from Ben. Bye. I'll tell that's... Santa that you love him. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Uh goodbye from Aurelian. Goodbye. I thought you were going to say au revoir. Au revoir. I can. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it's pronounced uh, au revoir. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we we can even say like, a thing like salut, which is um, more f- uh, friendly. No, it's salute. <laughs> it's what they do in the army. Uh, oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Never, never mind, Liam. He's, <laughs> he's, he's reasonably well educated. Honest. <laughs> Just hide it well. No, he's not. <laughs> no. That's goodbye for me before I die. <laughs> goodbye.